What's that? They look like military trucks. There's so many of them. What are they doing here? Moira, come in here. Dad, there's a bunch of military trucks coming down the street. What? Quiet. There's something going on on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, we apologize for this interruption. Once again, Governor Whitecomb has died and Lieutenant Governor Marshall has been sworn into office. His first act has been to declare martial law throughout the state. We take you to FEMA headquarters and Regional Administrator Josie McCoy where she is making an announcement. So far, there have been over 7,000 deaths from this plague throughout the United States. Infection rates are in the millions. Number of victims worldwide are incalculable. Whole regions in Africa and South America have gone silent. We can only hope there are still people alive there and aid is being rushed in where it is possible. Oh my goodness. It's all right, Joanne. Oh, this is San Diego. It can't possibly be this bad in San Diego. Mom. Elizabeth. Elizabeth is at the hospital with all those infected people. What if she gets it? In conjunction with the World Health Organization, the Center of Disease Control, along with the Federal Emergency Management Agency, has declared a stage one quarantine throughout the country. Travel is restricted to official personnel only. If anyone presents any sign of the disease, they are to display a white sheet outside their door, where military officials will come and collect the sick and take them to medical facilities. At no time is anyone to travel without authorization. Due to the virulent nature of this disease, anyone breaking quarantine or travel restrictions will be dealt with in the harshest manner possible. What? They're going to shoot people? In America? They can't be serious! Ladies and gentlemen, these are drastic measures, I know. But these are extraordinary times. Entire countries are affected, and to date, there is no cure for this disease, which has a mortality rate of 100%. If we cannot stop the spread, we are looking at the potential end of the human race. This can't be happening. This, this, this can't be happening. It's all right, Joanne. Over the next several hours, the National Guard and other military units will be assigned to different parts of the state to help maintain order and assist with the needs of the community. Do not interfere with their work. Additionally, for the safety and protection of the population, the Federal Emergency Management Agency, along with the Governor's Office, have authorized the relocation of outlying population areas in the state to more centralized locations. They can't be serious! This is so we can concentrate our resources in the most efficient manner possible. We will be able to reach the ill in a matter of minutes and bring treatment rather than have our facilities scattered through the state. I assure you that families will not be separated during this relocation. I repeat, families will not be separated. The public is asked for their cooperation during this time of crisis. Your local news sources will have additional details as well as the rules and regulations that are to follow. Thank you for your time. Together, we can and will survive this crisis. That was Josie McCoy from FEMA. We have... We have to do something. We have to get out of here. What? We can go to my cousins in Apple Valley. You heard them. Travel's been restricted. No one's going anywhere. This is America. They don't imprison the population here. Sounds like they're doing it. If we can just stay calm. Calm? The whole world is falling apart. We... We don't have to stay here, do we, Doctor? The TARDIS! We could all go to the TARDIS! The what? Just run away? 
What's this TARDIS? It's... No safer than staying right here. Why not? If things are really that bad, I don't see any problem with clearing off. If you have some way to get us out of here, Doctor, then let's go. We'll pick up Liz and we'll go to Australia or something. Some place where there aren't a lot of people. We'll wait this thing out. And what about everyone else? Look, Doctor, I know what you want. You want to go out there and find the cure and save everyone. I do too. But you heard what they said. This disease is everywhere. People are dying. Whole countries have disappeared. Sometimes... Sometimes you have to cut your losses. Besides, what if you get it? Who would save us then? Is this really what you want? All right. We'll go to the TARDIS and go somewhere safe. Centauri 5 is nice this time of the millennium. But then I'm coming back and I will find a way to stop this. I'll come with you. No, you won't. You're staying with us where it's safe. Your mother's right, Moira. If the doctor wants to risk his life, that's fine. He's qualified. But there's nothing you can do, so you might as well stay out of the way and let the professionals handle it. I thought there wasn't supposed to be any traveling. Yes? By order of the Federal Emergency Management Agency, this entire block is to be relocated to Naval Medical Center. What for? Relocation, ma'am. Assistance with vital work. Now, just a minute. Your cooperation is appreciated, sir. And expected. I thought they were only going to relocate people from rural areas. They're clearing out all the suburbs, sir. They want everyone within city limits. They've got to be kidding. No, sir. Orders just came in. They've been talking about it on the news. Didn't you hear? We turned our television off. Well, now you know. Bus will take you to Balboa. We have our own car. No personal vehicles. One suitcase per person. Records say there's only two of you living here. Thomas and Joanne Skye. This is my daughter and her friends. They're to come as well. No exceptions. We don't want to be a bother. We'll just see our way home. No exceptions, sir. We'll take you to Balboa and then process you according to your address of record. We don't live here. We're from England. Well, me and the doctor are. You're Americans now. England's closed their borders. They won't take you back even if you asked. You have five minutes to get your essential belongings and be on the bus. What if we refuse? Please, ma'am. We're only obeying orders. Don't make this more difficult than it needs to be. Five minutes. What do we do, Tom? It looks like we have no choice. No, it doesn't. That was some speech you gave. Couldn't have been over quick enough. Reporters give you a hard time? <laughs> Reporters? More like propagandists. I doubt there was a real reporter in the room. 
It'll be interesting to see how all this is spun in the newspapers tomorrow. Are there going to be any newspapers tomorrow? What do you mean? I thought you might have outlawed them. Oh, don't tell me you're going to give me the same lines those people did. I don't exactly recall some of those items being discussed. Martial law. Who said anything about martial law? The governor did. No one here mentioned it. It was something Governor Whitcomb and I talked about. Nice to keep us in the loop. We wanted to keep it quiet until the time came. Can you imagine the chaos if word leaked out prematurely? I can imagine the chaos that's going on right now. Have you been listening to the radio chatter? Haven't had time. The militias are having a field day with this. Some National Guardsmen have already been shot at. This is California. No one should be having any guns. Gun control? Criminals? You know the saying. We'll get a handle on it. Guards calling everyone in. Once we get the populations moving into the cities, we'll have better control. That's another thing. I know we've been planning wholesale population relocation, but when was it decided to go live with this? I issued the orders an hour before the press conference. Do we even have the authority? It's martial law. We have all the authority we need. You should have at least given us some notice. Part of this job is being able to predict what the public is going to do. I could see by the reaction of those press people that the general public wasn't going to take this any better than they were. Control is the only way to stop this thing, Colin. Without control, we'll end up like Nepal or East Timor. Tell me, when was the last time we heard anything out of those countries? So we round up the population and send them to forced labor. These aren't Japanese internment camps. This is work that needs to be done, or we're going to be facing outbreaks of dysentery, cholera, and everything else that comes with a lack of sanitation. Look, Colin, you're letting your heart get in the way of your head. You've seen what happens when the disease gets out of control. You've been to Africa enough. Do you want that happening here? No, of course not. It's just... I'm not sure we're being moral about this. We're going to get through this, but I won't lie and say it isn't going to be difficult. I need to know that you have the stomach to get things done that need to be done, or a lot more people are going to die. Are you with me on this? Yes, Josie. I'm with you. Good man. Now come with me. We still have a lot more to do. Liz! Elizabeth! Elizabeth? No one's here but us Lennon. I thought I'd find you here. I had to get away. Just for a few minutes. Here. I brought you a jelly donut. So how much do I owe Sam now? Oh, eight bucks. I bet you never have cash because you want the girl to pay. Well, my great-granduncle was Ebenezer Scrooge. There are just so many people. The ER is filled. They're doing triage in the parking lot. I saw. It's worse now because well, everyone thinks a minor cough is the plague and they come here. We're at the bursting point. Is this a plague? I mean, there's no virus, no bacteria. You think it might be some terrorist? Maybe they let something loose and well, it got out of hand. The CDC hasn't said anything about chemical contamination. So, well, what is it? I don't know. And that's the problem. How can we fight something when we don't even know what it is? All we can do is we'll treat the symptoms empirically until they tell us something more concrete. You mean watch them die? 
Well, I mean, try to make them as comfortable as possible. Which is the same thing. You remember the two rules they taught us in medical school. Rule one, people die. And rule two, doctors can't change rule one. The problem is, Ty, my love, rule number one has changed. Now it's everyone dies. Dr. Sky, extension 206, please. Dr. Sky, extension 206. Well, back to work. Aren't you glad I got you a job here? <laughs> Meet up for a snack in the cafeteria later? Who's buying? <laughs> you are, of course. Dr. Reinhardt, extension 969, please. Dr. Reinhardt, extension 969. I hate that number. I know. Morg must have lost some paperwork again. It's like I hear it 50 times a day. Hello? Mom? Slow down, I can't understand you. What's the matter? It's Mom, something about... Mom, where are you? There's a lot of noise in the background. You're where? What? What's going on? They've declared martial law. They're relocating Mom and Dad to the naval base. They can't. They're doing it. They got Mora and her friends, too. That's where they're sending all of the bodies. They can't let a bunch of untrained civilians muck about in there. Mom, can we come and get you? They said everything is under military control. They're clearing out the suburbs and moving everyone to the city. Idiots. Mom! Mom! She must have lost the signal. Dr. Sky, extension 206, please. Dr. Sky, We'd better get going. Yeah. Dr. Reinhardt, uh, you know, save me a spot in the rain closet next time. <laughs> I will. Colin, you're still here. It's 2 a.m. Just finishing up some paperwork. Leave it for tomorrow. It'll still be there. Tomorrow starts in three hours. I think I'll just sack out here on the couch. You need to get away from this place. And go where? There's a curfew on, remember? Go back to the hotel. Sleep. Watch TV, jacuzzi, anything. Just forget about this nightmare for a few hours or it'll burn you out. I can't, really. I need to stay here. The National Guard is having a lot of trouble with the relocation. Not everyone is happy about it. I'm surprised anyone is. It's also turning into logistical nightmare. It's one thing moving the population around, but mixing them up as well? What's behind that? It's for safety reasons. Ordering that neighbors can't be placed together in the same relocation area? That kind of transportation is taking up most of our manpower. It will help control the population. Face it. No matter how much this is in the best interest of the country, people are going to fight it. They're going to stew and talk to each other, and eventually everything is going to boil over and we're going to have riots. So best to break any bonds they might have. If none of their friends are around, it'll be that much harder to start trouble. That explains why you also ordered rotations among the populace every three weeks. Same concept they use in prisons. Move the prisoners around so they can't form gangs. Interesting choice for an analogy, but yes. Are we even going to have the resources for something like that? Let's hope so. You're not starting to get squeamish about all this, are you? Shouldn't I be? Wouldn't any sane person? 
So I'm insane? I didn't say that. Of course you did. Maybe I am. Maybe that's actually a sign of sanity. Who could be cold enough to see all this and not go insane? Berkeley has already had some civil disobedience over the relocation order. <laughs> what a surprise. The peaceniks are always the most violent. We'll have to divert some people from Oakland to deal with it. No. We can't afford it or we'll start having problems there as well. Send in a helicopter. Put it over the loudspeaker that if they don't disperse and report for relocation, we'll remove all medical facilities from the area and quarantine the city. You can't be serious. Colin, millions of people are dying from this. I am not going to waste time with them. If they think they know better, then we'll let them live their lives as they want, but without infecting the rest of us. Now do it. Give the order. You watch. We'll have that city under control in two hours. One thing you can always count on. These kinds of protesters will always protest until it begins to affect their own lives. Then they cave. They always do. All right, Josie. Then go and get some sleep. Don't come in until nine, and I mean it. You're no good to me half asleep. What about you? I think I'll take that couch. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. I'm sorry we've had to wake you up so early. We have some hot chow waiting for you at the mess tent, uh, right over there. But first, let me introduce your military liaison, Captain Hanegraaff. Good morning. I know how difficult this must be for you. We'll try to make it as easy as possible for the duration of the emergency. If anyone begins to experience symptoms of any kind, please let either myself or Sergeant Lewiston here know and we'll get you to the base hospital immediately. I know how frightening it might be, but please do not put off informing us of any symptoms. Not only do we want to treat you as early as possible to minimize the risk of the disease progressing, but we also want to prevent any additional infections. So for the sake of your own health, and the health of your friends and family members, please do not wait to tell us if you begin to become ill. In the meantime, the sergeant here will be assigning you work details while you stay with us on the base. It will be unpleasant, I regret to say, but an unfortunate necessity. The facilities here are overwhelmed, and we need your help if we are to continue operating and get this epidemic under control. If you have any questions or need anything, please let Sergeant Lewison or myself know. We'll do everything we can to make this as easy for you as possible. In the meantime, please avail yourself of our facilities. Breakfast is being served, there's hot showers available, and a recreation room. But please, be back here by 0900 for assignments and work details. Thank you. They didn't tell us anything. Did you expect them to? Let me see if I can get some answers. Captain! Captain! Yes, sir. Hanagraph, wasn't it? Commander Sky. It's good to see you, sir. I didn't know you were here. Just got lucky, I guess. I didn't have time to look over the roster. I was just given this assignment five minutes ago. Tom? This is my wife, Joanne, and my daughter, Mora. I owe Commander Sky my commission. If it wasn't for his letter of recommendation, I'd still be a non-com. Glad I could help. But you're Marine. I'm Navy. I doubt I had anything to do with it. That's not what they said at the interview board. I'm sorry you're mixed in with this batch. Why? They've given everyone GS2 classification. Stretcher bearer. What? What's that mean? 
He means they expect us to be lugging bodies all over the place. What about your family, Captain? They're safe. First sniff I got of this coming down, I had them move to a cabin we have in Western Oregon. I thought they were rounding everyone up. The place we got is out in the middle of nowhere. Really designed it in case... If ever the missiles started to fly. I've got my own well, two years supply of food, seed for farming. I wanted to make sure my family would be okay if anything ever happened. I knew it would be something like this. I'm glad your family's okay. We should have left too. We were just about to when FEMA made their announcement. Next thing we know, Sergeant Lewison is at our door. Yeah, they really had this planned. We only had 24 hours notice ourselves, and then it was on a need-to-know basis. Never seen anything kept this tight-lipped before. They didn't want the public to know what was going on. Keep the sheep in their pen. Not to put too fine a point on it, but yes, ma'am. Well, can't really blame them. Look... Can you do anything for us, Captain? Joanne, no. We have to get out of here. The doctor here was going to take us... Where did you say we were going? Well... It doesn't matter. We just have to go someplace that's better than staying here. Mom. I'm sorry, Mrs. Skye. All movement is restricted. Tom? Look, Saul, you don't owe me anything. You're putting me in a difficult position, Commander. I wouldn't ask, but... I understand. Can't say I wouldn't do the same. In fact, I think I did. All right, I can get you assigned as mobile transportation. The work won't be any more pleasant, but at least you'll be able to get off the base. Just whatever you plan to do, don't do it immediately. They're going to be keeping an eye out for people trying exactly what you're thinking of doing. Thank you. We're even now, understand, Tom? After this, I don't owe you even an acknowledgement. We're in your debt. That must have been very difficult for you. Yes, it was. Kim! Kim! What's wrong with her? That's my daughter! Kim! Get Shore Patrol over here. Let me go! Kim! It's Mom! Kim! Calm down, Mrs. Daughtery. She's alive! But she can't be! I saw her! Kim! Take her to the infirmary. Kim! Kim! Poor woman. She's not the first. Won't be the last, either. What's wrong with her? Stress. Panic. She lost her daughter to the plague. Mind snaps. Thinks she sees her alive. And this isn't the first time this has happened? Nothing to worry about, sir. Things will smooth out when everyone starts to settle in. Better get some breakfast. It's going to be a busy day, I'm afraid. Poor woman. Come on, let's get something to eat. At least the food's gotten better from when I was a young ensign. No, that's too many. We don't need them. Can't you find something else for them to do? Command is concerned about health issues. All these bodies need to be removed and burned as soon as possible. We're doing fine so far. You won't be. This city is about to become a refugee camp for everyone south of Escondido. Besides, if we don't give them something to do, we'll have a riot on our hands by the end of the week. That's not my problem. It is now. Captain Hanegraaff is bringing over his group after Chow. Brief them on what you want them to do, and keep them in order. Fine. As long as they don't interfere with our work. 
Excuse me, Sergeant. Chief Petty Officer Stockwell? Yes, send them in right away. If you'll excuse me, I have another meeting. We'll be by around 0930. I'll be here. Good morning. Come on in. My name is Diane Stockwell. I've been expecting you. Yes, I have your paperwork right here. Mr. and Mrs. Patterson. What an excellent choice for a name. Says you lost your only child of six months due to a defective heart. I'm really very sorry to hear that. We stand by our product and, of course, are prepared to offer a replacement. Now, if you just come this way, you can make your selection. Start the patient in bed three on an antipyretic IV. Continue monitoring his fluid levels and let me know if the fever goes up any more. How's bed six doing? Her seizures are finally under control. Under normal circumstances, that would be good news. What do you want done with her? We need the room. Move her out with the other terminals. Dope her up on morphine. There's no stopping it now. What's going on with bed two? Why is he even here? Came into the ER. Couldn't get an appointment with his regular doctor. Why is that our problem? Law says we have to see him. You know that. Well, if he's going to play that game, then he should be sitting out in the waiting room until the priorities get seen first. He was making so much noise complaining, Triage thought it would be better just to get him in and out. Oh, really? Get him out of here. I have real sick people to deal with. Go blue, go blue, get a crash card! I got it! Liz, no! What are you talking about? Get out of the way! It's too late. Don't go in there. Ty? <laughs> Uncle? I, I'm sorry, Liz. We, we didn't want you to know. When? When was he admitted? Five minutes ago. You, you were with another patient, and I... Why didn't you tell me? There was, there was just nothing to be done. I, he was already in the final stages of the plague. Uncle Toby? Dr. Skye. I'm sorry. Let me have the paperwork. No. I'll take care of it. I really should. You've been through enough. You don't need this, too. Dr. Skye. We need you at bed one. Thanks, Ty. Time of death, uh, 8.43 a.m. Enter. Captain. At ease, Sergeant. How is everyone adapting to their assignments? Lots of grumbling. Some threatening to call their congressman. But nothing that's been unexpected. Oh, really? Then that would mean... Three, sir. Three didn't show up for duty after the lunch break. Looks like they're unrelated to each other. Different families, different neighborhoods... And assigned to different groups. So we're not looking at any organized defiance? It doesn't appear so, sir. Any chance they got off the base? We're batting down tight, sir. Not even a fly could get out without us knowing it. And yet three civilians walked away right under our noses... I wouldn't be so confident, Sergeant. No, sir. Alert Shore Patrol, but keep it tight. The fewer people who know about this, the fewer who might get it into their heads to try it themselves. Yes, sir. Keep me informed. Dismissed. Yes. Thanks, Liz. I'll tell your father. Everything's okay. Well, as much as can be expected. 
Look, we'll see you in a bit, so don't worry. We got jobs as mobile transport, but the paperwork hasn't gone through yet, so we're still stuck here. All of us. Your dad still has some contacts here. You don't have to go yet, do you? All right. Give my love to Ty. Mom? That was your sister. Your Uncle Toby passed away this morning. What? Your dad's going to be devastated. They were very close. I'm sorry, Moira. Look, I'm going to see that Captain Hanagraph. We should already have got our new assignments by now. He's probably very busy, Mom. Don't bother him. I'll bet he's forgotten about us and we'll be stuck here for who knows how long. Dad said the captain would see to it. Don't rock the boat. Just wait here. I'm not spending another night on this base. Your mom is a bitch. Don't say it, Charlie. Just don't. I'm sure you'll be more than satisfied. My wife and I can't thank you enough. You made us very, very happy. That's why I'm here, Mr. Patterson. I'm so sorry. We didn't know you had anyone else waiting. Uncle Toby? Who? You must be mistaken. This is Mr. and Mrs. Patterson's son, Paul. Oh, I'm sorry. You look so much like... This is our son. Our beloved, beloved son. Now, you'll excuse us. What can I do for you? What happened to those three? They look like they're in some sort of accident. Charlie, that's very rude. Did you see all the scars they had? Not everyone is as lucky as you are, young man. Now, what do you need? What? Sergeant Lewison said see you for assignment if we couldn't find her. Really? Putting her work off on me, is she? They're getting backed up at the east intake. Go there and give them a hand. Thanks. More hauling bodies around. Oi! Where are you going? That guy was wearing Uncle Toby's jacket and watch. Who? Paul. Whatever his name was. You think they nicked it off his body? I don't know. But he gave me the creeps. It was like I was looking right at Uncle Toby. His face. His eyes. What are you saying? I'm saying this Stockwell guy is probably stealing stuff off the people they bring in here. Now come on, can you pick the lock on this door? Let's see what she's got in this warehouse. Sure. Close the door. Did anyone see us? I don't think so. I hope not. This is the Navy. They might stick us in the brig or make us walk the plank. It's too dark. I can't see anything. Try and find a light. I think I got it. What in the... Bodies. Everywhere. They've been cut into pieces. What is going on here? What are in these boxes? Can you open it? They're body parts. Arms. Legs. I think I'm gonna be sick. Someone's coming. It's that Sockwell. Keep quiet. Hide under here. Who's there? Show yourself. There's nowhere you can hide. Where are you going? She knows we're here. I'll draw her off while you find the doctor. No! Moira! All right. What are you doing here? Miss Skye? Take her! What are you doing? I gave myself up. 
Compared to what I have in store for you, young lady, you're going to wish you stayed hidden. Put her in the back room. Let go of me. Oh, and be gentle with her. We have some more customers coming in a few minutes, and we don't want the merchandise damaged. Extreme is a word I don't think we have the luxury of using anymore. What's FEMA saying? They're clamped up tighter than a drum. No one's talking. What's happening here? I, I don't know. They're dead. They, they, they shouldn't be moving like this. this. This has never happened before. What's this one? <laughs> ah, yes. This one just came in. We haven't had time to process her yet. You tell me what is going on here right now, or I promise you the wrath of the Time Lords will be nothing compared to the wrath you will face from me. Are you sure you want to know? 